Hi, everybody. Welcome along to another special episode of the Unorthodox Podcast. I am Sadiq. And I am Brooke. And as you know by now, on this podcast, we listen to other podcasts, specifically Christian podcasts. We listen to the uh, intense, the content, and then we recommend it to you, the listener, so you do not have to do all this striving to get the perfect podcast for you. And so, Brooke, what are we talking about today? Today, we are talking about the Listening Chair podcast. Host Meg and Miranda interview people from all walks of life about their call stories and the holy turns of the spirit and other influences that brought them into their current vocation. So it's people from all different walks of life, different vocations, different education backgrounds um, who, who have figured out a way to work their call to ministry into regular everyday jobs. Right. And so uh, when I when I when I listen to the podcast, I listened to um, the one with I think he was a janitor or like, no, groundskeeper, mm-hmm. I think, mm-hmm. or like a, at a camp. But he was also mm-hmm. like a science teacher, you know, yeah. and then there's a, a lady who um, who has a master's degree in something but she taught spanish and Mm -hmm. she homeschools her kids and then there's another one she was a doula too oh yeah that's true that's true yeah yeah Yeah. yeah, that's true which is that's fascinating crazy yeah (laughs) so (laughs) yeah so uh, very interesting um career choices but at the forefront of all of them uh well from the conversation maybe because they like obviously the focus of the podcast mm-hmm. is more so trying to broaden the perspective of Christians within um to to understand what i mean the terminology that is used in Christian circles is calling yeah. right right and to understand what the what their calling was so what stood out to you in the podcast in the episodes that you listened to what was one episode two or whatever that came to your mind that was really inspiring or just got a different Uh, perspective? Well, so one of the things that I really liked is I believe it was at the end of season three. There's, there's several, I believe there's over a hundred episodes now. Mm -hmm. Um, But it was about specifically what they had learned about call. So Mm. through the journey of being podcasters and talking to all these people, Mm. what did they learn about Paul means like we throw that word around in Christian circles. And I, I think that a lot of people um, sort of wonder about that because that seems strange. And, right. and, you know, growing up in church, going into seminary, it's a whole lot of this idea that you're called to ministry. Well, what's ministry look like? Yeah. And our model for ministry is like we were just talking about, you know, you're the, the pastor of a church or you might be music, you know, ministry or children's ministry or youth ministry, Um, women's ministry, but it's all these things that we tend to put inside the church. Um, And so, and, and it was so interesting to me, the things that they learned, you know, that, that call is not often clean. Sometimes it go, you're called to do something that's different than what we think of as traditional ministry. Um, You know, that call is never ending. The things that you're called to do, you're called to do that because of your personality, your experiences, your likes and dislikes, your gifts, talents, abilities, all these things. And so Mm. when you're looking back over your life, often you can see 
oh, I was always a person who, you know, kind of intervened in arguments or tried to smooth things over or tried to include people. No wonder, you know, I'm an arbitrator. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's like you're, um, you, you can kind of go back through your life sometimes if you're uncertain of what your call is when you first hear that word right. to see, well, how did I get where I am? Yeah. And, um, and the other thing they, they spoke about was that they learned that call is not forced. So, um, you know, I, I remember in one of our classes, um, the professor talked about how, you know, that a mother shouldn't be calling their child to be, to ministry, you know, yeah. that that's, that <laughs> it shouldn't be imposed upon you. Your call right. is not imposed upon you. Your call right. is an invitation in, and, um, and that's why sometimes we don't fit with things in ministry. I found that's particularly true. I resonate with that because I don't have this clear defined ministry role that fits within church. Right. Um, and so I loved, that's why I think I love this podcast so much was because it really steps away from this idea of vocational ministry, right? You know, professional Christian or whatever, right. and um, helps to see where you're serving your community at large in, in other ways. Right. And I, I like that sentiment. And that's what I got to from the podcast is this notion of uh, we're going to broaden horizons, right? Because mm-hmm. all these guests that they bring on, ex- they expose, they, they, they have a certain ex- uh, exposure that has mm-hmm. led them to start seeing that call is broader than and, and bigger than necessarily yeah. what like the confines of what church language already has as what call right. is. So that's a lady, I believe her name was Molly just. And when she was talking about the kids that she helps to counsel and they're trying to find out what the vocation is, um, in, in life mm-hmm. that they, that they want to do, right. Cause to separate like, and, and they asked her the question was, was the difference between a vocation and a calling, you know? And, yeah. and she, and she said that was a very interesting question because it was right. And, mm-hmm. and it, and it is. And so it's to get kids to start wrestling with this notion of um, a calling of a, of, of mm-hmm. a vocation and, and how it could be bigger than necessarily what you do at a specific time. But mm-hmm. at the end of the day, there are some, prevailing principles that that you can actually track right and to 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 see to say yeah okay well that that's that could be part of my calling you know to yeah. uh to to like provide care in this field mm-hmm. to to do this to do that you know it actually in my opinion makes the kingdom of god a lot bigger than we yeah. could think that it is you know yeah. yeah so was there anything else that stuck out to you um you know i i really to be honest, this was kind of the podcast that you and I had originally talked about before. Yeah. And so, um, so I'm excited that somebody is doing it, even if, if we're not, uh, right. cause we're doing a different one and right. it sort of affirmed for me that even what we are doing yeah. is somehow ministry. You know, we like connecting people with things and we like researching and finding what's out there and hearing good, good teaching or good content and right. listening to it critically. Like what would we want to um, recommend to other people and who would we recommend it to? And right. then figuring out how to do it. Um, yeah. And so, so yeah, so to me, it was really affirming. I, um, I was very impressed with, like we talked about the school that they came from that seemed to really yeah. help them to, to break out of this idea of traditional ministry. And I know that they both do some things um, outside the podcast, but um, I, Meg particularly, I believe is an author and um, has done some interesting things. And 
I don't know. I just, uh, I just really, really enjoyed it. I'm gonna have to find other words besides I really, really enjoyed it, but <laughs> I say mean, that every week. <laughs> I say every week, but, but it's true. I mean, it's right. one that, you know, I've spent the last two weeks listening yeah. and, you know, I was going to ask you, what did you think about the different types of people? It, it was incredibly well-rounded. Diver- right. Very diverse. Yeah. Were there any that you were surprised made the list? Actually, I, I think more so the the groundskeeper guy, because that was very fascinating yeah. for me. <laughs> I, yeah. I, I, it was very fascinating for me that. Because he he was he's actually like he has an entire job, right? He has his yeah, own, yeah. You know, he has an entire field that he was trained in, mm-hmm. but he felt something like this is something that I needed to do, you know. Yeah. And um, and I think for his own spiritual formation, you know, because at times, yeah, at times, and and which has I mean, this also leads me to a different question to to that initial question that I that um that I brought up earlier, the, like the difference between. Uh, vocation and mm-hmm. and like career or whatever or oh, I'm sorry vocation and calling um mm-hmm. because uh he also talked about like trying to keep a sabbath you know right. so because he he felt he needed to find ways and if this was a way for him to connect back to mm-hmm. um to god this was what he was going to do to cuz he needed that and he felt like he needed that and and if it was to benefit other people which was great cuz he was doing that right. as well so it was it's just it was very fascinating to listen to him talk um and and he finds joy in doing that which is which is great yeah. to see and his to me his story was so interesting in that he, he definitely connected it had been um, a science teacher. So he was trained in science and trained right. how to teach and uh, then began to see where, you know, where Christianity and, and creation and all these different things that he was encountering as a groundskeeper uh, or as maintenance. Um, it really affirmed what he already knew. And then he was recognizing, wait a minute, there's a way to connect this. So then he took yeah. those skills that he had that someone, you know, trained him how to teach, how to develop plans, all the technical things that go along with the different sciences. And then now he has created curriculum yeah. um, to do science camp at a Christian facility, you know, and, and so and we've talked about this on other podcasts too, that, you know, it, particularly that one, it's so nice to see Christians um, represented as people who enjoy science. Right. You look, you look at these things in a critical way and what, and yeah. want to share that, you know, they really want to share what they know. And, um, and so, yeah, so I really, that was one where it was, it was really clear where he had been kind of on this journey. And then along the way, he kept picking up new things right. to, that would eventually help as he continued his calling yeah. in a different environment. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, I, I found that one. I really enjoyed it. Of course I love camp too, but, um, I, I really enjoyed that one. That yeah. was a real a real good one and the and the lady that taught spanish too right yeah she which she, she she jokes about a how, lot of skills. yeah i mean she's got a lot of skills she could do she's yeah. like that's a give her a cape somebody <laughs> yeah. you know uh, um, like she she i think she lived in uh i forget what uh, a south american country i, I don't remember what it was costa rica costa rica mm-hmm. she lived in costa rica for for like a year or something but uh, mm-hmm. She came back and she went and she 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 saw how that skill allowed her to um, the, like this her, 
language acquisition has mm-hmm. taught has allowed her to be able to teach Spanish, but also to teach English to yeah. Spanish speaking individuals, and then yeah. to a specific group of people that were also working in um in like fast food industry or whatever. Yeah. So they wanted to communicate with their Spanish speaking counterparts, and mm-hmm. then they, it just allowed her to see a another community within that which was just fascinating and obviously and she comes from a world of homeschooling and apparently Mm -hmm. her mom was a homeschooler but probably famous in that region for homeschooling kids and Mm -hmm. whatnot but so she also has that perspective but then also has she has so many different perspectives and calling is a lot bigger than just oh I do this one thing I do this one thing you know so like exposure could is a very good thing in informing uh, someone to understand what their calling is, mm-hmm. you know? So did you yeah. see, or did you listen to the one, the, um, the woman who had been in the banking, she had been, a, she'd worked in no, a bank. But now okay, so she had such, she had such an interesting story. She um, had been working in a bank and would set up accounts. So it wasn't like just, you know, like a teller, she was somebody that was doing accounts and things. And started noticing that um, women were coming in and they were on public assistance, which means you have no money and, um, and, and that's not even really enough to live on. And then she would notice that often these were women who had several children and they were basically leaving the bank after they'd um, gotten cash and then were handing it over to someone else. Mm -hmm. And so they were trapped in this um, cycle of poverty and um yeah some of it was just what they were born into kind of the inherited thing and then some of it was exacerbated by choices right and so after many many years at the bank and she had broken out of that cycle that's part of her story she had 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 been able to get herself out of that um but she started a nonprofit. She left mm. the bank, the secure yeah. good job and started a nonprofit to help women throughout mm. how do i get away from this how do i create a life that is more independent for me yeah. and then how do i show my children how to do that it's not enough just to do it for yourself how do i do it then how do i teach them how to do it yeah um and so anyways she had this amazing story but all along the again all along the way she had picked up these skills had observed needs and then melded them mm. and it reminded me you know this is a quote you and i talk about a lot from frederick Frederick Beekner, where he says, the place God calls you to is the place where your deep gladness and the world's deep hunger meet. And every one of the guests that um, are on this podcast, that is their story. Um, And even the podcast itself is this, the podcast, they are doing a good work, showing people ministry doesn't, a call to ministry doesn't necessarily mean in the church it could but if you don't fit in that mold if that's not where your passion and your skills and and maybe the church doesn't need you you know (laughs) there might already be somebody (laughs) doing that you know like so instead of being frustrated that there's no place for me they have used their podcast to open up this idea of call to tons of different you know they had machinists on there they had um, media people they had artists and singer songwriters and writers and librarians yeah. shout out to chrissy our friend that's the <laughs> theological librarian and um you know there's it was like any job you could imagine just about they yeah. had 
they had yeah. cover on there. That's the agriculture. Like there's a farmer, mm-hmm. and then there's yep. one with the with a mortician that I'm very yes interested yes. To go listening to too as well. It's yeah, they they got a lot of a lot of it's very fascinating podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, so, who would you recommend this podcast to? Um, you know, I would re- I would recommend this podcast to uh, youth pastors or um, you know college ministry that type of um, that type of person who is helping people that are wrestling with what to do next. Mm. You know, they're making these big decisions about what am I going to be when I grow up? What am I going right. to do? What am I going to study? You know, what does the world real world look like? Um, because I I just think it's it's just an invaluable podcast. Yeah. What about you? Who would you, when you were listening, who did you think of? I would recommend it to people who have, I mean, first of all, to anybody, <laughs> but, yeah. well, but, yeah. in, but, but in particular to people who already have jobs, mm-hmm. but are wondering or are curious, or oh, how yeah. can I, you know, how can I find a way to make, uh, a calling out of this or to make a ministry yeah. out of this or how you know um how can i be a difference within mm-hmm. the field that i'm in because you don't have to leave the field but mm-hmm. even if you want to if you had int- uh, interest in leaving that field you know right. just to figure something out because this how broad this uh this spectrum is especially within how they laid it out with all their episodes it mm-hmm. allows someone to find where they fit in because you yeah. can be a you can be a janitor you could be a, mm-hmm. an astronaut you could be a doctor mm-hmm. you could be this you could be all of that you could be whatever you want to be but it, it allow it it also it gives you language to be able mm-hmm. to to figure out you know how yeah. how this can be a calling for you you know so yeah i would definitely recommend it to people who already have jobs but they're trying to figure that mm-hmm. out you know I think you made such a good point about the having language to explain it because, mm-hmm. uh, it, you know, often someone's call, like what they feel like that they're being called to do, you get this immediate pushback. Right. There's no money in that. No one's going <laughs> to respect you. There's no opportunity. Don't do that. Somebody else right. tried it, whatever. And then, and you're right. This gives you sort of the language to be able to explain it, explain what you're doing. And, you know, with grace, cause you don't want, cause one of them was, what one of the episodes was about disappointing parents, yeah, you know, or family. And <laughs> what is that? How do I go about this thing when I know it's going to hurt my family, my parents? Um, so, yeah, so that was really interesting. And, you know, the other thing I thought about, too, is, you know, we've talked about in seminary, sort of the track often is you're going to be pastor. You know, it's all these it's church type things or, right. or maybe or maybe missions like there's some kind of right. Um, it would be really I think this would be a great podcast for seminary professors to listen because often they're coming from that church structure. So they're preparing people, particularly in MDiv programs, they're, they are preparing you to go into what they know, what they've experienced. And so they can't, it's hard to teach about something that you've never experienced. And so I don't know. I think that, um, I think that it would be great for those who are in seminary to, or seminary professors or faculty to take a listen to a few episodes yeah yeah definitely so the podcast is called the listening chair and is hosted by megan and miranda uh, and and 
Miranda. <laughs> mm-hmm. Megan and Miranda, the listening chair. Please go check it out. And wherever you find your podcast, it is brilliant. Um, is there anything else you would like to say? No, I think definitely check it out. I think it'll be um, very encouraging, whatever call you have. Yeah. So please, wherever you get your podcast get that podcast and also if you will please find us on social media you know at unorthodox or that's on facebook unorthodox party that's p-o-d-d-y unorthodox or on instagram the same name and just let us know let us know if you like our podcast if you don't like our podcast if you if you listen to any episode that we have done and you liked one you didn't like one tell us why please reach out to us and let us know how we're doing um and for me i say see you later see you later